0: glass here people. Springfield rules, suckers. Did you hear something? No. Hmm. Did I? I don't know. 1995 was a funny year. If you were me, you were entering college. Uh, If you were me right when this episode came out, you were about to leave high school. I'm talking about episode 127, Lemon of Troy, written by Brent Forrester. Directed by Jim Reardon. Which was late in the season of season six. I think maybe even the season finale. Or the May Sweeps episode, maybe. It came out in May. Uh, I think I didn't see it until much later. Or much later for me. A couple months later. What is notable to me watching it now is uh, that it sort of laid the groundwork for future episodes that bring Bart together with other boys that are not normally his friends. I talked already about Bart on the Road, which is a great episode from a later season. Uh, and I think that one is more successful at showing like the sort of buddy filmness of like throwing Bart and Nelson and Martin and Milhouse all together. But this one was funny, too. There was a a couple, especially of really nice moments between Nelson and Martin, who were, of course, never, ever friends before this. When uh, they are faced with a common enemy, you know, the mean villain boys, of course, Nelson and Martin have to band together. Lemon of Troy is about uh, Springfielders and Shelby Villians not liking each other and having a rivalry. A trope, you know, seen in many sitcoms, of course. Parks and Recreation, I can think of as one. Um... But, you know, of course, every fictional town needs a fictional neighboring town that thinks it's better than them. And in some cases, actually is better. (laughs) Uh, The lemon tree in Springfield that the little boys use to make lemonade gets stolen by boys from Shelbyville. And each like Springfield boy has a cognate in Shelbyville. Like there's a there's a nerdy, big nosed guy who's like Millhouse, and they have a moment late in the episode. <laughs> this is what it sounds like when doves cry. <laughs> Millhouse, that's my name. They're also they're both called Millhouse. which is absurd. Uh, And there's like a bad, freckled, bully guy who is the version of Bart, although he looks more like Nelson, who skateboards. and, uh, And they have to face off in like a skateboarding match eventually. So, you know, in all of this kind of misguided heroism that the Springfield boys are doing, their fathers all have to band together and get them back and in the process they realize that they hate the Shelbyville fathers and um, it becomes an interesting odyssey that all takes place in Flanders's motorhome (laughs) that uh, Homer subjects to abuse by using the rotisserie to like cook several chickens at once at like a crucial moment when you can't draw the battery and you know, they're trying to get away and something's drawing the battery and it turns out to be Homer cooking on a rotisserie. Um, the episode ends with grandpa telling a boring story and across the state of town line in Shelbyville, the version of Grandpa in Shelbyville telling another boring story. The lemon tree is recovered and the kids of Shelbyville have to drink turnip juice. Uh, for all eternity, we can assume. There's interesting background about how Shelbyville came to be Shelbyville also turns out, Jebediah Springfield and uh, Shelbyville Manhattan were the uh, pioneering settlers together. And Shelbyville wanted to found a new town where people could marry their cousins. And Jebediah Springfield did not want that. And so that is the origin story of both of the towns. Oh, we see Database's father, I think once, and this is the only time that we ever see him and he doesn't have a mother and he doesn't have any lines and that is very confusing to me. And uh, the final thing I'll say is that during all of this, the girls, like there's just, there's absolutely, there's nothing, no like real reference to this except for one shot when the boys from each town are, like, squaring off and wanting to fight each other. Meanwhile, the girls are flying a kite back and forth across the town line, and they don't give a shit about any rivalry, so. I thought that was a cute little moment. This has been Simpsons time, and now for one of the best songs in the world. That is one of the best songs in the world. This song that I'm talking over right now, no, the song that when that particular Simpsons Time first aired about a year and a half ago that was played right afterward was a Telephone Line by ELO, which if you've never heard it, I recommend you go ahead and listen to Just download it or call it up on YouTube right now. Now that Simpsons Time through the debigulator is over for this week, because you have nothing better to do officially. This has been Simpsons Time through the Debigulator. Thank you for listening to this episode. Detailing the episode. Lemon of Troy. I wish that there was a different way to say episode or that I had said a different thing instead of episode for both things. The podcast episode and the Simpsons episode. But you can't unring a bell, can you? My name is Amanda Nazario. I thank you so much for listening, and I will talk to you next week.